Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slim Cogcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and I want to give y'all a quick lowdown and let you know that we've been pretty busy this past week because not only is Halloween week coming up, I've been literally awake since yesterday and working on this OBS layout for the stream is already for the spooky month. Y'all gonna love it. I feel like y'all would because I love it. You know what I'm saying? I put a little bit of personal touch, a little bit of work in. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of this and that and the other. And I hope y'all like it. Uh, all that being said, the games is lined up and ready to go as well. And uh, it just might surprise some of y'all. And I hope it does because it's gonna be a good time throughout the whole thing. Now, one, one, Let's talk about what we've been watching now. The slack them been picked back up on the watching, you feel me? I've been on the what ifs uh, of the Marvel, like I told y'all last week. But I I kind of want to just like finish watching the whole. I feel like it's going to be something to it all. You feel me? Because th this being the first time they introduced the Watcher, you feel me? I don't want to give away too much, you know, off, you know, spoilers. It's still kind of a fresh, you know, kind of new show. And uh, people don't really just jump on the Marvel shows like they used to. They'll, like, give it a few weeks before they just get around to it, you feel me? But we're going to get to it. Now, first things first, what we've been playing this past week, you know, over on the stream, twitch.tv forward slash Slim Cognito Entertainment. And you already know that we over there doing the Half-Life Anthology. As we announced last week, we started polishing it off. Um, let me see. We finished up the Half-Life games in the series and we did the, the demo Blue Coast, which was nice. And the most of it implied was that, um, Gordon Freeman was being zipped around by G-Man or whoever, maybe. It could be a third party in play or whatever, you know what I mean? But, uh, it seems like he's just being zipped around and taking care of the combine from left to right. You know, almost as if he's being a, hero for the for the human race but in a more stark and very dark um how do you say cynical perspective of realist you know what I'm saying of realism yeah cynical perspective of realism and that's basically how the what i'm taking in here like as gordon he's still a hero but there's some real things at play here it's like it's it's as if He's only allowed to hero at the benefit of whoever the G-Man is working toward or whatever he's at mercy to. So, but anyway, I don't want to make too many assumptions because, you know, it's all type of fan theories all online and everything. But this is just me and what I took from the series as I've been playing it. And I've gone through all of them. And I feel like um, G-Man's position seems to transcend, uh, uh, transcend that game's understanding of time and space the dude just teleports around and literally zaps you from place to place even when half-life 2 started um the people on the train was like didn't see you get on so obviously you literally just poof there the way it shows you in the game so i really like that little touch you feel me but it's a lot you know what i mean and um i enjoy it myself and going from there, you know what I'm saying? Basically, since it's the same universe, I decided to hop on over to Portal. We did Portal 1. Of course, it didn't take that long. We jumped through it. Uh, took me longer than I thought I would, actually. But, you know, we got through it. And uh, we started Portal 2 before I had to stop on Saturday night. So, if you want to catch the rest of Portal 2, we didn't get that far. We only did, like, maybe, like, five chambers, you know, test chambers. 
And uh, you just uh, come on and tune in. Come Tuesday. That's what we pick off again. It's uh, The streams is always from Tuesday to Saturday. No streams on Sundays and Mondays. Monday is the podcast day. And I am here for y'all. You understand? Now, um, the thing about the first portal, I can give you my thoughts about it. It still uh, somewhat holds up today as a, a good, solid, and very simple puzzle platformer. Um, the only issues that I take with it is the fact that you don't really have the true freedom to use your brain. Like the the player agency is there, but there's still implied hand holding. You know, very light, subtle hand holding. And by that I mean the walls are always plastered with the squares that supposedly tell you where you can and cannot put a portal. So eventually the puzzles quickly evolve from first being okay try to think outside the box and use these portals in order to get the objective done and it quickly turns into just shoot your portal where you're allowed to on the walls and you'll trip across the solution eventually so yeah that's that's just um my take on how it is but it still holds up and that's still a fair difficulty for uh, making it accessible to everybody to beat. You know what I mean? So, nothing wrong with that. It's still a solid game. Very good. Um, 9 out of 10. Now, I'll give you my words on Portal 2 after we finish it. So, I'm going to just leave that there for right now. But, we also uh, was... Um, we picked one of these days this past week to go through like a variety of retro games to have a little fun with. You know, so we... um, What did we play, actually? I forgot that fast. Hold up. So, yeah, uh, that day we decided to kick things off with a little bit of 12 minutes. Uh, I'm still kind of stuck on it. I figured out, like, a few things, like, about the watch and how to get a few a little bit of information, you know, tidbitties out of uh, the cop dude, out of Willem Dafoe. But I don't really know where to go from there. Uh, I done already talked to the wife about it, you know what I'm saying? She didn't say anything she could say, so I'm just stuck. I'm confused. I done tried to give this man the watch. He still murked the wife. I done tried to give the watch to her. She still get murked. Get a watch to put the watch on the table. I still get murked. Like, I don't even know what to do, so I just said forget it. But to um to my knowledge, as far as I could tell, I, I done did everything that I could. We'll probably, you know what I'm saying, touch it again. Just to see the ending, but uh, I'm hella stuck, and I probably need somebody to tell me what to do next. Um, but after I got tired of doing that, shoot, I fired up the old, you know, Super Nintendo, and we played some uh, Tetris Attack. After that Tetris Attack, we ran into some. Um, yeah, I decided to play um, a game, the original version of a game that was just announced for a remake um, during Nintendo Direct this week. You feel me? Because uh, the Nintendo Direct popped up while we were streaming some Half-Life. And once I got the news that certain games were announced and trailers were shown, I immediately stopped and brought it up on the stream. So if you want to check that, I'll go ahead and see that VOD from the day of the Nintendo Direct. So that would be about three days ago. Go ahead and check out that VOD. It's actually hilarious. If you want to see my live reaction to the announcements, it's super fucking good. And I really do think that y'all should see it. Um, all that being said, though, yeah, um, at the Nintendo Direct, they announced the Act Razor, uh, Act Razor was getting a remake, um, 
And apparently, once I saw it announced, you know, the start of the trailer was so good. And then as it showed the gameplay, it was, it was looking kind of rough. It, it was kind of ugly. I'm not going to lie to you. But um, that made me want to go back and play the OG version of Act Razor on SNES. And it was a great time. We did everything. People was smite happy, trying to smite all the people on Earth and all this other shit. So... It was a good time, you know what I mean? And y'all probably would have enjoyed yourselves, too, if you had a, uh, hopped in. You, you'd never know. And, uh, yeah. So, Act Razor is still a great game, and hopefully the remake ain't too terrible. I hope everybody be able to experience a good version of the game. And all that being said, it was a good time playing it. So, yeah. And what more can I say? Except for let's hop right on into the news, and let's keep this episode shout, shall we? Because I don't want to hold y'all up, and I don't want to be held up. Because guess what? It is 6 in the morning, and I ain't slept since yesterday. So, it's time to go ahead and get through this. Because it's going to be simple anyway, because we got to um, we gotta jump in early anyway. Because we got to recap the whole Nintendo Direct, at least the, the bullet points, the important parts. You feel me? So, let's go ahead and do that real quick, because I feel like that's the important part. So, from the top... We got some 3D platformers announced, uh, actually. A 3D platformer for Kirby in the Forgotten Land. And, of course, there are opinions about saying Nintendo just does this and just does that, but everybody does. And this right here is ingenious because we haven't gotten one of these since Kirby... When's the last 3D platformer Kirby game we had? Oh, man, this might be the first fully 3D Kirby platformer we've ever had. Because um, the Crystal Shards on 64 was a 2.5D platformer. So it wasn't directly like, you know, 3D um, 3D fields of movement. It was more just like, you know, still a platformer. And I'm wondering, were there any others? I don't think there were. So, yeah, this is, some, this is something that's new that we needed a long time ago. Uh, so, yeah, that's Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. And it's supposed to be a post-apocalyptic adventure. Which is dope. I'd like to see what if, where that falls into the lore. Because if y'all don't know about Kirby, he's one of the most overpowered giga-level beings in all the video games. It's fucking ridiculous. Now, um, the Nintendo uh, Switch got a new announcement that they was expanding the online subscription. And they're going to put N64 games on there with some Sega Genesis classics. And they got these special controllers that shaped like an N64 controller. And a Sega Genesis controller, and they're wireless, bro. Them shits look so fire. Like, oh my god, it looks so good. And not just that, the N64 games are gonna have online capability, so you can play multiplayer N64 games online with your friends. That's so good. That's so good, and it's, it's some of the best things I ever heard. Some they should have done long time ago, honestly, but still, better late than never. And uh, another thing they announced was the Mario movie coming out. In like the fourth quarter of 2022, man, I don't know about this, but the casting got me a little like, man, you know, uh, and if you ain't heard by now because of the memes, Chris Pratt, aka Star-Lord from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, and the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to play Mario, which this is a 3D animated CGI film. So Chris Pratt is going to just do the voice of Mario. And all I can say is I hope he does a good job. We also have an Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. I have no idea who she is. 
Hope she does a great job, though. Charlie Day as Luigi, which I'm all for because Charlie Day has a range that's unheard of, and people literally sleep on this guy. He's got acting chops out of this world, and I believe voice acting, he can't dominate. And if I knew his uh, IMDb backlog a little better, I'd be able to tell you if he has voice acting before or not. But either way, I'm pretty sure he has the resources and the will to make sure that he shows up ready for the job to perform. Because uh, he has several times before in all his other performances. And then they uh, they also announced Jack Black for Bowser, bro. And I feel like that might work. You know what I mean? If 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 we accept it as the movie that it is and not as the games that we know, then maybe it might work. You know what I mean? It's just hard for me to imagine it right here in this moment. But I think he might do a decent Bowser. I mean, and who knows? They might modulate the voices and or uh, do some uh, aftertouch effects. You know what I mean? You never know polish up and all this and that is all a part of production now another thing another announcement was keegan michael key will play toad as in the key half of key and peel our brother mr a a ron himself and this shit might be great i think he can do it this actually might be hilarious and i'm glad to see a brother land a, a role like this like you know what i mean everybody talking about jordan peel and he's making these movies left and right and doing it for the culture and this and that but, you know what I'm saying, Keegan-Michael Key out here doing it too. He had his own movie production and everything not too long ago as well. So, yeah, he on the grind, and I'm glad to see it, happy to see it. He even had a Truly sponsorship at once. So, yeah, um, good stuff. And, of course, you know, everybody's favorite white stoner, Seth Rogen, will appear as Donkey Kong. This might actually work. <laughs> you feel me? I feel like that might actually work and if they do it how i hope and not how i think then we might have a good video game move on our hands mates especially if nintendo approved of the quality it just might work anywho's next thing that they uh showed us was the bayonetta 3 reveal trailer bro and it looked so good Bro, she got the Wicked Weave monsters doing everything they never could do in the last two games as far as I know. <clears throat> and this is speaking from a person who is like easily put like almost, if not more than 100 hours into Bayonetta 1. I've never touched 2 because it was trapped on a dead system and then ported to another system that I do not own. So one day we will play Bayonetta 2. But I got to say, I'm very proud of the product that I see before me, bro. Because man, the way she's set up and that hairstyle... The braids, the pigtail braids was an iconic fashion for a certain character in the first game named Cereza, who was supposedly Bayonetta, younger version, but in another timeline, I guess you could say. And yeah, and she looks all big and grown up. It looks nothing like Bayonetta, but, you know, just similar enough. So I think that this is Cereza. Uh, honestly, I feel like this is the uh, this is not the original Bayonetta, but uh, we will have to see. As well, don't forget that um, another one of the biggest things that uh, that's got me like kind of excited about this was the systems that I saw at play. Um, some of the things that I saw in the combat, I'm not sure if it was something that was introduced in the second game or if it's brand new for this one. So it's hard for me to uh, tell without that point of reference. But uh, I've seen some things like her doing um, multiple executions on several enemies at once uh, or this uh, Devil Trigger-esque form. I'm not sure if that's new or old, but it does look interesting and I want to get my hands on that. I've seen 
um, of the in the trailer. I've, I've looked at this trailer too many times. I've seen um, the wicked weave monsters that she summoned do all types of crazy, weird, new things, bro. The spider going up walls and spraying freaking webs everywhere, and then you got the the dog that looks more like a dragon now. You know what I mean? And I saw him sw like surfing on a big ass wave in a city. Like I don't know, bro, but it looks like the shit that I come for. That's the bandana type shit. This is the type of game that has stuff like that. That's the stuff like in Bayonetta One when they were fighting on top of a live and armed propelled rocket, a rocket upside down, left, right, all over the place. Gravity didn't matter. They were standing on top of a rocket and they were fighting each other. It was dope. So, yeah, this is the type of stuff that I come for when, when I see Bayonetta. Now, Splatoon 3 was announced. I can't say too much on that because I've never played Splatoon, but I always have, and it does look interesting. And we got a Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Now, Monster Hunter Rise is the um, the spinoff. Um, I think it's the, it's the hack and slash uh, spinoff. And then there's Monster Hunter Stories, which is like the RPG one that's supposed to be similar to Pokemon. But uh, yeah, this looks sick, and I think that it will be something I could enjoy. Another thing that was announced with Chocobo GP is Final Fantasy's new kart racers, new uh, Chocobo GP. I suppose um, by looks of the gameplay, you know what I'm saying, even though it's very cutesy and it's an art aesthetic because that's the chibi Final Fantasy form you're going to go for when it's a Japanese-made game. But to be honest with you, it looks kind of fun. It kind of makes me think of a classic that I used to play on the PlayStation 1 called Bomberman Racing or uh, racing bomberman or something like that but i just remember he was running around on little kangaroos and throwing bombs and like you know what i'm saying zooming all over the place it was, it's it's just a dope concept so i think i think that's uh something that would be pretty interesting maybe it might be pretty fun uh next thing that they announced which was huge was the castlevania advanced collection and this included all of the game boy advance portable castle egovanias and including Dra dracula x from the snes they give you Circle of the Moon from the Game Boy Advance. You get Harmony of Dissonance from the Game Boy Advance. Area of Sorrow from the GBA. And you get Dracula X, which is an SNES game. So it's just it's just good all around, bro. That's just sick. And then they announced the Act Razor. The trailer, like I said, got me hyped in the first few seconds because of the way they did it. But it still looks very rough for its design. And upon further research, come to find out they designed it for iPhone, iOS, and Android, and then they ported it over to other uh, platforms, and that's the reason why it looks so lacking. And I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not satisfied, but it's all right. I still got the original, and yeah, everything else was just Animal Crossing news and the announcement of the final Smash Brothers Ultimate announcement trailer, uh, which is going to be October 5th, 10 a.m. Eastern time. So looking forward to that see what happens there and i don't know too much about animal crossing so i will leave it at that but all in all that was a quick recap of the nintendo direct it was the biggest thing that happened this past week not much else that's uh buzzing that great about uh the gaming world this past week aside from you know some minor things that's been going on with online personalities and communities but we won't go over that right now because it's time to get out of here we are coming around to about 
way too many hours being awake. So I'm finna get ready to slap the finish button on this bad baby and head in. And before we do that, don't forget to check me out over on the Twitch, Slim Cognito Entertainment. And don't forget to check out the podcast on the YouTube channel for those out there listening on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for the support. And there are also options to see the video version of the podcast in the evening. So just in case, but if you want to still get the podcast early, you know where to find us right here on your streaming services. And once again, I appreciate you all for the support. No matter how small or big the crowd is, you all are amazing to me. You validate me and you remind me once again that a black dude from the South can do this. So I really appreciate you. That being said, we out of here and always remember the channel motto, y'all. Intentions are the most important. Actions ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean a damn thing. Y'all take care of yourselves. Don't forget to tune in for the Halloween stream, okay? All month, we're going to be doing a variety of different horror games, and I'm not touching a single horror game that's popular. I'm going to be playing stuff that most people don't know about, and very few people will be streaming. So go ahead and pull up a chair and get ready to get spooked and get your mind blown, because I'm finna blow it and bust it wide open. Either way, y'all take care of yourselves, and peace.